here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. It's my music. You're listening to Music of the Mat on the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music of the Mat, a podcast devoted exclusively to the music of professional wrestling. It's all part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. I'm the barbarian Andrew Rich, and joining me on this muscular mystery tour, as always, is my partner, the Scorelord, Chris Maffei, and together we are your hosts, the Power Chords of Pain. Chris, how you doing, man? Let me tell you something, Andrew Rich. I'm feeling the love today. I'm feeling the love. I'm like Elton John. I can feel the love tonight. Yes, that's right. Uh, Valentine's Day 2017, it's, it comes every year, but this year it's a little bit more special uh, because today, Chris, we're doing our special Valentine's Day bonus episode, our first ever bonus episode on the podcast. We mentioned, of course, on the last podcast that our next theme history episode would be AJ Styles. But before we get to that, we need to talk about Valentine's Day, specifically a certain theme song associated with Valentine's Day. That's right, folks. This muscular mystery tour is beginning a quick pit stop to February 14th, 1999 in Memphis, Tennessee. Chris, let's talk about the theme song to the WWF pay-per-view known as St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Chris, from the start, I think uh, the overall, looking at the overall product of this theme, so the overall package, it's quite a perfect fit for a show called St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Because if this was just called St. Valentine's Day, there'd be a pretty pop song or maybe some, some sexy lovemaking tunes, a saxophone or some harp or something like that. Little Kenny G? Little Kenny G, maybe a little Michael Bolton, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Both of them. They've collaborated. Exactly. But not this, not, not this night. No, this is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So we need, we need something dirty. We need something industrial. We need husky vocals. We need grit and grime. We need this theme song. So it fits real well with the overall tone of a show called St. Valentine's Day Massacre. What a pay-per-view theme. I mean, they just don't do it like this anymore. They really don't. While this is like a really cool hip-hop beat, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I can't hear a verse. I can't hear an MC on this. What I hear this as, and what this reminds me of, aside from 
Mr. McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin in that weird black steel cage that would, you know, right in the transition from the blue one to the fence that we all know today. Yep. What this reminds me of is like a dark and gritty version of a Rocket Power music cue. Whoa, wh- Rocket Power. Like the show Rocket Power. Yes, yeah, I, I like I could see like Woogity 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 Woogity. I yeah, could see like the, the Shore Shack is all like run down. What was the dad's name? Otto. No, not, no that was the kid. That was the um, kid. That was the kid with the hair. Yeah. Well, they all had weird hair. They all had weird hair. The dad was like... Raymundo. Raymundo. Oh, there you go. I could see like yeah. Raymundo's all like strung out. You know, the shore shack's all run down. He's all strung out on heroin. Yeah. You know... Tito's abandoned him long ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's by all far. alone now. By far. You know, the, the kids are selling drugs. They had to... You know, Otto has like a broken leg or like a nagging yeah. knee injury or something like that. And he can't skateboard anymore. Yeah. You know, what, what was that guy's name that ran the skate park? I don't remember. The guy with like the spider on his head, like his hair looked like a spider. Like like he's he's kind of like in on it and he's kind of like their kingpin. Like that's what this reminds me of. That This is when I listen to this, that, that's what I see in my mind. Like a dark and gritty rocket power reboot. Something for the new for the new days, and we got this. We got the Archie comics reboot, being like the always like <laughs> sex, sexy Archie, you know, yeah. mystery and intrigue, big boobs coming out right. <laughs> that was a, that's not Archie. Archie was never like that. Well, it's the CW. What do you want? I, I guess so. We need a, a modern modern day Archie is a bit more sexy, a bit more uh, mysterious about him. But yeah, this is this is just a dark theme overall. Very, as I say, very industrial. You know the drum works, the drum work, everything from the yeah that kind of stuff, even like the vocal, the vocals themselves. Which we need to talk about the vocals. Oh yes, let's 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 talk about these vocals. Some of the vocals, uh, specifically uh, the line, "Will you be my Valentine? Will you will you be my Valentine?" I get, uh, I mean, Manson, of course, Nine Inch Nails, uh, not like not like the screaming kind of stuff, but when they would like take it down a notch, you know. But yeah, uh, it's very. Very greedy to go along with the overall greenness of the song. This is just, you know, this is just darkness. This is massacre written all over it. From the beginning, uh, it has that weird little tone. Did you notice that tone? Yeah. That yeah. Then goes on the do. Yeah. That little intro there. That little like a tape warble on the strings in the yeah. intro cut, cut, sounds like a sounds like Mellotron strings. A Mellotron is a type of keyboard that uses tape. Like before synthesizers were a thing, the Mellotron was a thing and and there would be like samples on tape and I'm not I'm not exactly sure how the technology works because I've never seen one in action. I've never used one myself, but you can tell on like a lot of oh, the Beatles use Mellotrons a lot, you know. I'm sure a lot of groups around that time were using the Mellotron, and that's what this. If this isn't it, then it it, it was made to sound like it. And it really reminds me of a Mellotron. So I love that little warble. I had a random thought about that sound. Uh, it sounds like a flatlining heart. Oh, did you realize? Do you notice that? Maybe in the connection. That's interesting. It's like a. This is the opposite of a beating heart. The opposite of romance. You know, this is this is deadness. This is bad things. Instead of the the joy of facing Valentine's Day, the love and the caring. This is a flatlined heart, and there's no loving and joy at all. But I just noticed that little little piece there. Yeah, this is. I mean, personally, this is my personal Valentine's Day theme song every year. I mean, this is this really sets the mood. Really sets the tone. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> 
what more what more needs to be said about chris this is my vibe this is this is where i live this is this is what listen when i sit down and i and i make some music more often than not it sounds something like this safe to say i'm a big fan of this theme i like it a lot too it's, it's pretty great now the saint valentine's day massacre theme that's not the only instance of that theme in wwe history it would then be used as the first theme song for none other than the terrifying the monstrous paul white Paul White, of course, is the big show, but as far as names go, if you're going to pick a name for your debuting monster, <laughs> don't pick a name like Paul White, because really, it sounds so deflating to see a seven foot tall, 500 pound monster coming out of the ring. This is how he debuted, folks. Austin versus me, man in the cage. Paul White clawed his way out from under the ring through the mat and he became known right then as Paul White. He sounds like a student. Like he sounds like he's bringing his lunch in a brown bag to the arena. James Smith here. Connie Francis here. Paul White here. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Cole. Michael Cole at this time period was just my god. He loved to fucking scream people's names. He's here! He's here! He's gotten better over the years. I will give him that. He's come, he's come a long way, but he's not exactly, you know, Gordon Sully. Just have him call the UK tournament, yeah, and then yeah. he's my favorite announcer. So anyway, as we were saying, this would be the first theme of the big show, Paul White, uh, called Masker. Now, we should note that this is actually a remixed version of the theme. It's the same theme, except uh, it's a little bit different. It's backmasked. Yeah, I went and I reversed the vocals on this version just to see mm-hmm. you know if it was the same thing and it actually instead of saying will you be my valentine it sounds like it's saying will you be my massacre well the, actually will you be my massacre is in the original song it's not the main lyric but it does show up later in the song so for this to be this to come up in the remix version it does i think make sense also in this version of the theme in paul white's version we have a ticking clock in the intro, which, I mean, I really don't associate the big show with a ticking no. clock, so I'm not sure no. where that really came from. Although there is there is a man with a ticking clock in his theme that I am, I am very excited to talk about at some point in the future. For some reason, the time bomb Paul White doesn't actually... <laughs> doesn't really really get to you as much as the time bomb from Takahashi. Oh man, I want him to come out with like the fur just, coat. Uh, the Rory robe, the, the pants, just coming out with the, you know, time bomb. You know, if just, if oh, Big Show starts licking things, then I'm very uncomfortable with, that's a, with the entire situation. That's a different scenario entirely. As I said, uh, this would not be the only time that, uh, that this theme would be used. Uh, Luke Gallows would actually use this theme, and it's the same thing, really, as the Paul White version without without the ticking clock. Now, as far as these uh, remixed lyrics go, Chris, I couldn't help but hear a phrase being mentioned when it goes, (laughs) to me, that sounds like, could this SmackDown be? As if SmackDown is a a, a masked luchador, and we don't know his identity. (laughs)
What do you think the lyrics are saying? Tweet us at Music of the Mat on Twitter. Now, before we wrap up on this theme, uh, so we mentioned that the Paul White, excuse me, not the Big Show, Paul White, yeah, used this, you know, right as he debuted in 1999. After that, he'd go on to use No Chance for a little while while he was in the corporation, and then after that, he transitioned over to the song we all know and love, Big. Mm-hmm. And when we get into uh, our Big Show theme history episode, which I personally can't wait for, yeah. we will expand upon this all a lot more. Now, as far as Luke Gallows goes, now this is where I'm very curious as to why Johnston decided to dig up this theme. The Straight Edge Society dissolved. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was Gallows just such an afterthought at this point that Jim Johnston couldn't even be bothered to just whip up something and he just went and just uh, yeah fuck it Paul White's old theme here you go after the Straight Society broke up did he really even do anything didn't do much he didn't have any story he had like a one match with Punk and then he was gone yeah he didn't do much it's very very short period of time it's 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 just funny to me that it's so random before we wrap up on this song I do want to say in terms of the baseline it also kind of reminds me a little bit of the riff on the Big Boss Man's corporation theme his Attitude Era theme hmm. and, and and you know you got me thinking you know this theme this would be what the boss man would come out to if akeem got him like really into hip-hop during their twin towers run like this would be the boss man's theme that then he'd be then he'd be the big the bouse man the b-a-u-c-e man (laughs) the the rick ross man if you will well look akeem is a very groovy guy he's always you know dancing around it could it could happen yeah Got yeah. the boss man into hip hop. Yeah. But then how do we explain later One Man Gang's tremendous theme that needs just an entire episode dedicated to it? It does need an episode dedicated to it. I don't know how we can explain it. But what, <laughs> we, what we can do, though, is actually sing a little bit of it for the listeners to preview. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, you can come in any time that you want, but I'll just start right now. Stop right now. Save it for later. We can't go too deep into it. We'll be doing that all night. We'll be doing that all the time. Um, so before we get here, Chris, we do have one more theme to talk about. It is Valentine's Day after all, as we mentioned so many times before. Let's talk about the one, the only, Greg the Hammer Valentine and his theme by Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire, Hammer Man. Clink. Clink. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great intro. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy and J.J. are in the studio. I think to really... Drive home the hammer, man. Aspect of what says hammer? Um, a hammer? My God, you're a genius! Clink, <laughs> clink. I like to think that they were just like hanging out with Bob Vila, and he's like, "Hey guys, you know what'd be great? <laughs> you know what'd be great on this theme? You know, this was like the original like glass shattering, or you know what? This was like the contemporary of the Undertaker's bell. Oh yeah. I mean, it's really it's it's really a shame that we didn't like get more variation on this i mean this could have been just as iconic i mean 
The hammer striking, I guess, an anvil. He should have came out to Between the Hammer and the Anvil by Jews Priest. I wrote it down in my notes. You, you, how did you know about? I wrote, I literally wrote this down in my notes. I, I was listening to uh, to Painkiller earlier today, so I had that, I had that album on the on the brain. Yeah. I mean that or Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah, Hammer to Fall by Queen. Ten Ton Hammer by Machine Head. Uh, White Man and Hammersmith Palais by The Clash. Any MC Hammer song? Yeah, exactly. Any Hammer things uh, would do. If he was a time traveler, he, you know, he'd go into the future and get back Square Hammer by Ghost. Oh my God, yes! Shout out to Ho K19 by the way. He loves Ghost. I love Ghost too. I love Ghost too. We're, we're all we all three of us big Ghost fans. So Lucifer, Archangelo. We can't we can't get off Hammer. Man, goddammit, Chris. What about Van Hammer? Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot about him. Van, Van Hammer. Hammer. Van Hammer. Good old Van Hammer. Uh, the song itself, Chris, Hammer Man, it's, it's so 80s. Those drums, Chris, those drums. This, yeah, I mean, this is just... This is the most generic example of late 80s slash early 90s sounding hard rock with program drums instrumental music that you will ever hear. Like, th- like this is it. Like, mm-hmm. man... That intro was all this had going for it, because honestly, I was listening to this all day, so I knew what it sounded like, and I can't even remember what it sounded like. That's how that's how generic it is. Yeah, I mean, the the, the tag team of Hart and McGuire, they co-wrote some pretty big ones. Uh, Sexy Boy for Shawn Michaels, Superfly for Jimmy Snuka, Hitman for Bret Hart, It's All About the Money for Dead DiBiase. Uh, they wrote some. They wrote some pretty big ones, Chris. And as, not to mention. Oh yeah. Oh, I know where you're going with partly this. Partly yep. responsible for the 1995 album Hulk Rules. Yeah, the wrestling boot band, which we will for sure be breaking down on an episode. On the list. So don't you worry, folks. I cannot wait for that one. Going to be so much fun and so much pain involved with that one. A lot of pain. A lot of pain. We're on the other end of the hammer on that one. Yeah, we're the anvil, definitely. The solo, the guitar solo, I will say. Kind of makes it pop a little bit, kind of, you know, a bit of a shining light in this sort of thing. But at the at the end of the day, not much going on for Greg Hammer Valentine's uh, theme song here. We just could have very well talked about St. Valentine's Day Massacre theme, but I had to get Greg the Hammer Valentine in here because uh, I have this thing with Greg the Hammer Valentine, and it's uh, he reminds me of a banana. Go on. I mean, that's all there really is to it. <laughs> like I, I look at Greg the Hammer Valentine and. I just see like a human banana. <laughs> does this make Does this make sense? Uh, um <laughs> Now 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 listen. Uh, <laughs> Not only does Greg the Hammer Valentine remind me of a banana, he also reminds me of longtime Metallica producer Bob Rock who also reminds me of a banana. Again. <laughs> um I mean uh, look banana? it up. <laughs> look, look, I, look, I listen, I know what they look like. I know the hair, obviously. I mean, for the listeners, is, you know, is it the skin? Is it the skin tone? Is it the cr- what? What is it? I look at them, and I think D O L E Dole. I don't know what it is. Uh, I guess in the future, Austin and Aries should come to Two Five Live with Greg the Hammer Valentine and Bob Rock <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> just, just put him in his pocket. Just. But uh, but yeah, so Greg the Hammer Valentine reminds me of a banana. Bob Rock reminds me of a banana. And another another little interesting tidbit when I was briefly on a uh, on a dating app mm-hmm. i saw a girl on there who looked a lot like greg the hammer valentine and bob rock and by proxy a banana and i was just fascinated by this i really wanted to message her but i didn't because the message was just going to be you look like greg the hammer valentine <laughs> and bob rock and a banana i you know i wonder if she has a valentine this year 
I kind of, you know, I, I wonder. In this crazy world, Chris, anything could happen. Listen, a banana is a very popular fruit. I eat one every morning. It is. I love bananas. If I can say anything, though, about Greg the Hammer Valentine and the way he looks, it'd be about his hair because he has the hair and so is Bob Rock. He is the hair of like every middle-aged classic rock guy with blonde hair that has like, like long blonde hair, like Joe Elliott from Def Leppard or Nico McBrain from I mean, oh, Tommy oh, yeah. Shaw. By far. Or Tommy Shaw from Stick. It's that long uh, straw-colored hair. I swear, if those guys were on the car together and there was a car crash and all their scalps had to be reattached, <laughs> I'm just saying, someone better bring a label maker to that goddamn site, all right? Because otherwise, oh, yeah. you know, Tommy Shaw's getting Nico's hair, you know, Joey Elliott's getting Greg's hair. It'd just be a big mess, Chris. So, yeah, I mean, it's B A N A N A S. I, I see what you did there. You know, speaking of bananas, the new All Japan young boy, Yusuke Okada, he has these bright yellow trunks and boots. And every time I, I watch him, I just think of Banana Laffy Taffy. Like, he just looks like Banana Laffy Taffy with this gear, Yusuke Okada. So go check out, go on your Real Hero Drive, check out some, uh, some of the All Japan from this year, and check out Yusuke Okada and tell me that you don't think of some Banana Laffy Taffy. Do those have the jokes on the rapper? I think they did, yes. Same with uh, Popsicle Sticks, yeah. Yeah, those that, are always fun. Yeah, that and Popsicle Sticks uh, had some jokes on there. Remember the WWF ice cream bars? That'd be great if there was like a Greg ha- uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine one, but it was like banana flavored. What is it with you with bananas, Chris? <laughs> he looks like a banana! Are you going to tell me he doesn't? Listen. <laughs> this is Valentine's Day, for God's sake. We should be talking about hearts and, 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 and lovemaking and all that kind of stuff. Love so- that's I should be reminded, of course, sexy songs will be uh, a topic in the future. I think we should write that down. L- love making songs, you know, uh, Val Venus, Viscera, the world's largest love machine. Viscera. That's going to be on the list. Yeah, Oksana's theme. Yeah, sexy songs are coming, folks. We won't get to them just yet, but keep an ear out for them. So Greg Valentine and Massacres and Bananas aside, that's going to do it for this episode, this mini episode of Music of the Met. As always, thank you so much for listening. Just a couple of friendly reminders before we go. Music of the Met is part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. It's home to a variety of informative and entertaining podcasts all about pro wrestling. Check them all out at VoicesOfWrestling.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at Music of the Mat, or you can follow our personal accounts. I am at Andrew T. Rich. I am at We're Still Soup, W E R E Still Soup. If you'd like to email us, you can do that too. Our email address is musicofthemat at gmail.com. We've also, on our YouTube page, set up a new playlist section. For our, our new for our upcoming episode. So, Chris, you set that up for the Undertaker episode. And uh, as you go along here on the podcast, we'll be putting up videos of all the different themes we're talking about. So thank you for doing that, Chris. Oh, yeah, no problem. Just a real easy way for people to go through and kind of listen along. So, yeah, check that out. And we tweeted out the link. And the link is also in the thread, will be in the thread for each episode on the VOW forums. So go check that out and sign up for the VOW forums if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. A lot of great discussions going on on the Voice of Wrestling forums. That's right. The website for that, of course, is voicesofwrestling.com slash forum. Chris, are you are you in the mood for love? Have, have this episode really gotten you into that Valentine's Day spirit? I'm, I'm about to go out and buy a brother love suit. That's how that's how much I'm feeling the love right now. I I really do want to extend, as always, my heartfelt thanks to everyone who has listened to the podcast, reached out to us, tweeted us, gave us feedback on the message board. Just everyone, we really appreciate. We really love you guys. 
So we wanted to give you a little something extra for for the lonely wrestling fan on Valentine's Day. Because let's face it, most of us probably are. Uh, raising my hand right now. <laughs> and okay, episode three, Chris, we mentioned on our Undertaker episode last time. Our next episode will be the theme history of AJ Styles. We promise we will get to that on our next episode right after this one. Be on the lookout for that, of course. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for being here as always. What did we learn this episode, do you think? Well, we learned that people look like bananas, and that's just a fact of life, my friend. <sighs> even, your, even your goddamn bananas. They look like bananas! What do you... <laughs> we also learned, uh, Chris, that Paul White is just a terrible name for a giant. Paul White, a man who cuts the crust off of his tuna fish sandwich. Paul White, a man who wears a tie to work every day when he doesn't have to. Paul White, a man who doesn't look like a banana and probably doesn't really eat a lot of them too. I don't really get that vibe from him. Paul White, a man who probably listens to music of the mat. Thanks everyone. I doubt Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. WrestleMania, baby. Woo! Music of the Mad is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The songs used throughout this show are property of their respective copyright holders. Will you be my valentine, will you? Will you be my valentine? What a, what what a, a great song. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.